Episode 22 of the Cup of Mets podcast, otherwise known as the Pete Alonzo episode. So yeah, Ian, and like you said, you mentioned Pete Alonzo, another sad day here in Mets land. Um, you know, the reports coming out, Bob Nightingale. Yeah, he uh, came out with reports saying that the Mets will trade Pete Alonzo this winter. Um, you know, what? How I, how, I, how I feel right off the bat, uh, bad move, dumb move. I don't really care about the return at this point. I want Pete Alonso to be a Met for life. And, um, you know, again, that pa- I guess they just think he's just a, a one-dimensional power hitter. Um, this year hasn't been great for him. But, you know, again, just a, just a bad move in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into it all, uh, just remember to give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, and on YouTube. We are at Cup of Mets. Uh, also, be sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast here on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So Rob mentioned uh, Bob Nightingale with the quote before, and the exact quote, all-star first baseman Pete Alonso is expected to be traded by the New York Mets this winter. Several executives insist after conversations with the Mets. The Mets have informed teams that anyone on, that isn't under contract after 2024 will be available, which we knew about. Thanks, Bob. And they have not come close to reaching a contract ex- extension with Alonzo in past years, the free agent, obviously, after the year. Uh, and one anonymous NLGM said the fact that they had every opportunity to sign this guy and didn't speaks volumes about his future. Okay. So, first and foremost, first and foremost, there's no, there's nothing there's concrete no, there's nothing in there, concrete and that's there. what bothers me. And, and Bob Nightingale is somebody that, is somebody um, that I know um, personally. Um, he almost helped me land a gig um, in within Roger Cedeno, former Met Roger Cedeno's um, Institute Baseball Institute. But that's a story for another day. Um, very nice guy. It's a good story too. Yeah, well, well, well respected individual. Um, you know, but. I just feel like it's almost like beating, uh, beating a, a dead horse at this point. It's like we already know that the Mets shopped Alonzo at the deadline. We already know that they're not, know you know, going to sign an extension, sign extension within the next few next months, few months um, um, you know, you know up, up until the winter. winter. So the fact so that you have to come out here again, Alonzo just got, just got finished answering a round of questions from – whoever it was, Andy Martino or um, Joel Sherman or whoever, John Heyman, whoever put out the report saying that, you know, the Mets were really this close to trading him at the deadline um, to the Brewers. And now this report comes out and I just feel like, Bob, man, Bob, (laughs) terrible timing. It's, it's just, it's not, it's not necessary because now Pete Alonso is going to have to feel the whole nother round of questions and, and New York media is tough to begin with. Why the fuck would he want to stay here? No, I get it. I mean, but again, he's saying all the right things. He's saying the things that Jacob DeGrom kind of had to go through last year, but obviously that was different. He was a free agent after the year, but, um, you know, it sucks being traded. I mean, you know, it, uh, he obviously loves being a Met. And um, I, I don't know, I just, just, this just kind of depicts all of 2023, to be honest with you. And, you know, just uh, adding more shit to a shit storm. Buzz, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough right now. It is tough. It is tough. And, you know, it's like, obviously he's still a Met. He'll still be a Met for the rest of the year. He'll have another 40 home run season this year, you know, bearing something wild considering he's at 39, but you know, you pointed out the fact that maybe the Mets are feeling like he's like an isolated power hitter. 
I've voiced that opinion as well on here before, but we've seen him start to turn on some pitches that he hadn't in the past, spray the ball, go the opposite way. Um, he just looks more comfortable. And obviously that wrist was a factor as well. The hand when he got hit and, you know, slowly, but surely his OPS is only 21 points behind um, where it was all of last year. It was at 870. He's currently at 849. Uh, career average is 878. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure where there, you know, there, there's obviously been a, a ton of swing and misses, but that's what you get with Pete Alonzo. No, of course. I mean, that's what you get with any regular power hitter. But, um, you know, again, a lot of unanswered questions. Um, my question to them is, I guess, like Bob mentioned in his uh, little quote there that, I guess they're not. It was a, it was some with money or years in terms of his contract, or contract or possible extension, and uh, I really want to know what other chances we, or what other year slash chance do we ha- have to kind of like resign Pete Alonso, um, as that and and National League GM said. Well, quoted, but. yeah. Well, that's exactly why I've started bringing. And this is the shitty part. This is exactly why I started bringing up the fact that the Mets should look to lock up Francisco Alvarez because you don't want to get to a point where. You know, obviously Alvarez came up at an earlier age, but you could have looked at Pete Alonso after he hit 30, what he hit, 37 home runs in 2021 and recognized that this is a player who's going to hit you between 260 and 275, get on base at a 345 and above clip and hit you 40 bombs. And they had an opportunity then and there to do it, and they didn't do it. And obviously... There's, as I mentioned, there's nothing concrete within this that says that the Mets are this far apart with Alonzo's camp in terms of money. So it, it, it's, it's just, just like, like whose, whose side, side is it? Is it the Mets? Mets? Is it Alonzo's camp? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, no, definitely, definitely tough. I mean, the potential return would be incredible. Oh uh, no, of course. I with mean, a, with again, a, again, you know, you have them um, for what all of twenty twenty four. And then you and, and then, then you start the contract. Yeah, like there you go. And you know, again, maybe the Mets want to stockpile uh, the pitching in you know the minor leagues. And I don't know. I just again, I, I if you're gonna get something in return, you got to get you know a king's ransom in my eyes. So yeah, yeah, and and that's and that's why like another another thing, thing yeah, definitely king's ransom. Another thing that I've read is that I'm not sure if you've seen is that the Mets maybe fear that fear that. You know, if they give you him know, a seven-year contract, contract, he'll, he'll only be, be able to be durable at first base for another three, three or four more years. I just don't see that he's diving all over the place, and he's and he's thin down. No, yeah, I mean, and and you know, we've mentioned it before. His defense has gotten better, so I'm I'm you know I'm content with him at first. You know, um, again, if you want to get another first baseman because you're scared that he's not gonna last there in the next three years, and then eventually he does move to DH, then so be it. But you know, he's still going to give you, like you said, 35-plus home runs. You know, all, he's starting to spray the ball more um, as his wrist and hand is getting more healthy. So even on Sunday, you know, he brings in the tying run uh, against the Angels. You know, ball in the it's gap. so much Double, better. Two outs, two outs, two, big two-out hit. Um, again, a guy that's always praised New York, always praised the Mets, has represented the Mets and how you want someone to represent the franchise, you know? Yeah. I just I just don't get it, and I hope that Billy Epler really has like a plan up in his sleeve or something up his sleeve because trading a guy like Peter Lonzo, who people you know who people have talked about, like giving him the C on his chest. All right, we'll see. We better get something in return that's going to help us 
for years to come. Yeah, yeah. And and you know me, like I'm I'm totally fine with, you know, if they want to regroup for 2024, but mm-hmm. and and by regroup, I don't mean not be competitive. They're gonna be competitive. They're gonna have to get field a lot of positions via free agency, right? Yeah. But you already have this crop um mm-hmm. within your farm system, right? Obviously, trading Alonzo, that haul would be immense and it would completely stockpile the system. Yeah. But then you have another hole at first base that not only do you have to fill now, you have to fill down the line. Mm -hmm. And again, he's a generational power hitter. Mm -hmm. Like if he gets like, like the thing is again, seven, seven years. Okay. Let's say he plays first base for another four years. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's through his age 33 season. Do they not think that he's not going to hit 35 home runs through age 35? I, I guess not. And you know, if we do, if we do talk about years, like I, I don't know if I mentioned this, you might have mentioned this, but uh, when we're talking about contracts and stuff for Pete Alonso, why not have that third year option where he could test free agency again? You know, yeah. and maybe you know, kind of come into agreement where it works out for both parties. Absolutely. And I would do that because again, seven years. But how old is he? Thirty? No, no, he's. He's, no, he's, he's younger, right? He's 28, next, so 28 plus 7 be, is 35. No, next year will be his age 29 season, so we're looking at 29 okay, to 36. So, okay, but again, you have that third-year yeah. option. He hits free agency again by exactly, 32, exactly. 31. And the, other, and the other thing as well is, like, think about it. Alonzo, again, uh-huh. unless Alonzo is asking for, like, 10 years or some shit, and we just don't know it. Freddie, Freddie Freeman <laughs> got six years at age 32. Right, uh, Paul Goldschmidt got 26 at age 32, mm-hmm. and then Matt Olson, who's the most comparable in terms of age, got eight yeah. years at 21 million dollars. No opt out. Do you know that by any chance? No, no opt out. Okay, so there you go. So no opt out. That's crazy, though. He's Pete Alonso is in that class. He is. Like all those names you just named, they're like they're dogs, they're ballers. But Pete Alonso, in terms of first baseman. Yeah, they're all eight, eight fifty right. OPS and above type yeah, like, guys. And, and Freddie Freeman to get a six year deal at age thirty two. So he's gonna what not retire with the Dodgers, but you know. He'll be playing thirty eight. Yeah, you know, look, he keeps up his body in shape, you not, know, all that, and he could go till forty. Not only that, look how that contract's playing out for the Dodgers. Yeah, it's playing out pretty well. Freddie it looks Freeman. like he might could he's win the MVP player. this year. So it, I don't know. Top three. So I just I don't know what it is. And that brings me to, you know, you mentioned it and then I just mentioned it, the money, right? Mm-hmm. Who's just hit my face on the mic here. Whose side do you think it is? Like, do you, I think it's that player. You think, think you think it's the Mets? I think it's the Mets. Yeah. Cause Epler, you know, again, maybe Epler doesn't want to commit more money to somebody that, Kind of like doesn't give him a chance to sign like a guy like Otani or maybe like make a big trade. But let's say that, but let's say that you sign him to twenty eight million dollars a year. I think the mm-hmm. Mets have twenty one hundred and twenty four million dollars allocated to the payroll beyond mm-hmm. two thousand and twenty four. Yeah. With the with an owner with the pockets like Steve Cohen, uh-huh. you would think that one hundred and six, one hundred and fifty something would be fine for him to go into two thousand and twenty five with. And I'm just wondering, like, why? Yeah. Like, like. And you already paid the rest of your core, quote unquote, that we, you know, we kind of named our core last episode, and 
he was he was in our core. Yeah. So you paid McNeil, you played you paid Nemo, you paid Lindor, you paid Diaz. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like now you're not gonna pay a guy like Alonzo. It's only, just like here's the only thing that I can think of, and uh-huh. and I didn't even mention this to you pre-show, but something that I meant I I thought of was. We know the Mets love Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. We know that Juan Soto loves the Mets. Yeah. He may get $40 million a year or close to it, right? Would – no, he'll definitely get $40 million. So yeah. would the Mets signing Alonso preclude them from signing Soto after the 2024 season? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that they're also thinking about. And yeah. I don't think Otani is going to sign with the Mets, right? Okay. But that's just one other thing that I'm thinking of where obviously you want to allocate your funds in a lot of different areas and you mm. want to be strategic in who you give money to and where. Yeah. And how you satisfy holes and whatnot. But like you want to, you know, I guess they want more payroll flexibility for a guy like Soto. And they think that Soto will, mm-hmm. I mean, granted he's going to hit free agency earlier than Alonzo is, but they think maybe a guy like Soto will age better um, than a guy like Alonzo. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I also, do you think potentially that there could be something like Pete Alonso is asking for like 10 years, like uh, Aaron judge. Got? I mean, who knows? Yeah, probably, probably. Mm. Same. No, I, I shouldn't say probably. I mean, because again, you know, he he's a good dude. He's, he is a good dude, and and we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and this and that. You know, we've heard everything this season so far. I think this, to my memory, this is like the most drama slash media written season two thousand all time. Two thousand twenty three and two thousand and nine go yeah, together. Yeah, I was in gonna hand. say oh nine. Yeah, you know, yeah, very yeah. They star do go studded, together. Star hand star hand. studded. Everyone team. got hurt. Yes, yeah. Sports Illustrated predicted them to win the World Series. Yeah, facts. No, wow, good, wow. Yeah, there you go. And first, that's year, a good comparison. First year of City Field, and everybody got hurt. Everybody. And granted, this year people got hurt, and then they underperformed. But, mm-hmm. um, no, it's crazy. I don't yeah. know. Man. I don't know. No, it's a mix of both. They underperformed slash got hurt. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Again, Verlander starts the season might be different. Quintana starting the season might be different. Yeah. Diaz not getting hurt definitely different. Yeah. Marte, Marte not get. Yep. You see. Marte. Yes. Marte. Yep playing like he did like uh-huh. and maybe not going on the aisle to start the season yep um, and again you know oblique is a serious injury like yeah. you've seen jose reyes throughout his career yeah obliques, he was coming, obliques, and, he was, and he was coming off core surgery you, you know go. what i mean there and you go and he's still in 25 bags and you know but he yeah. can't swing nope and his fielding i mean it's now listen again 2023 just you know like i said before it just adds to the uh you know fuel of the fire um but again peter lonzo there's no, there's not really many like sexy names out there in the free agency regarding next year and no. the first base in class. You know, there are four players with, no, excuse me, three players with club options and one, one, one player option. Uh, you know, and again, I don't know, I just don't see it. I don't see. It. I, I mean, you mentioned the name. I don't know if you want to repeat it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I got, I got roasted for bringing this up before, yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> a guy like C.J. Crone right he's mm-hmm. an unrestricted free agent um you know what he's going to give you he's going to give you 30 home runs but he's only going to be like a 1.8 war player and the defense yeah. is going to be shoddy he's more of a dh uh-huh. reese hoskins is somebody that i would definitely look into being okay. only 30 years old coming mm-hmm. off the injury um he'll probably get a short-term deal and that would probably fit into the mets window yeah. there mm-hmm. um 
But after that, I mean, Josh Bell is somebody that I would look at as well. $16.5 million, I believe, club option. Is that correct? Uh, player. Player option. Yeah. Oh, it's a player option. Yeah. Oh, he's opting in then. Yep. Oh, Josh Bell. All right. So Josh Bell's going to opt in. So Josh Bell is all out the mm-hmm. out. Max Muncy, Marcana, Joey Votto all Ma- have club options. Max Muncy is at what? How much? $10 million. Yeah. So the Dodgers are picking him back up. Yeah, no. He's Joey Votto right. is done at this point. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't uh, and, realize and, he was 40. Yeah, and, and Mark Hanna's in the air. I got to tell you something. <laughs> I, I, I think that there's a chance that the Mets could bring Mark Hanna back no, in, yeah. some, in some type of And David of Robertson. And David Robertson, <laughs> who just got removed from the closers role down in Miami. Yeah. But, yeah, hey, but, uh, but hey, dude, Miguel Vargas and, uh, I was gonna say that and uh, Ronald Hernandez got yeah. promoted to <laughs> high A ball. So maybe that's the future at first base right there. Yeah, and and the other thing too is when it comes to first base, <clears throat> mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe the Mets are looking at more of an internal route and yeah. saying we want Brett Beatty to play a little bit of first base. We want to see if he can handle the position. And then you sign a guy like Crone to play D- D- to be your DH. DH, and yeah. then potentially maybe the Mets make a run at like a Nolan Arenado in in terms of a trade in the offseason. Ooh. Again, I'm just throwing shit out here yeah, at this point. Yeah, we but, gotta get into it. But <laughs> again, I think we both have made it clear. But we want. I wasn't on the rundown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we want, fine. we want, we want Pete Alonso to stay. Of course, man. And 2023 has sucked. We can yeah. agree upon that. So let me, let me ask you this. All right. As we, you know, just been kind of rambling and scrambling and giving our two cents. Do gambling. You, do, do you think <laughs> I actually freaking lost six bet yesterday, but again, we ain't go get into it. My question here is, do you think he ultimately gets traded in the winter? Um, and to who and why? Oh shit. Yeah, so it's a three-parter. Well, um, I, 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 I don't want to say that he gets traded. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I think where there's smoke, there may be fire. Mm-hmm. I think that Todd Zeal brought it up on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when he mentioned that maybe Alonzo came into camp a little disgruntled that you know, and then you pointed out earlier, a bunch of the core got that, got the extensions. Yeah. Um, so as of right now on August 28th, I'll say potentially gets dealt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. two teams that have, we've heard recently, the Milwaukee Brewers and um, the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I would. The Cubs. Wow. Yeah. Something that I would be interested in. Yeah, is if the, <laughs> if the Cubs wanted him, uh-huh. would they give us P. Crow Armstrong back? <laughs> and that, that, that is P. Crow yeah. Armstrong, and uh-huh. you know potentially another prospect, and Patrick Wisdom. Mm, okay, who Patrick Wisdom can play both first and third. Yeah, you know what he's going to give you twenty five plus home runs. Yeah, you're a Patrick Wisdom guy. I know that. I love Patrick Wisdom. He's full of wisdom. I love, I well, I love. Patrick. He is a good player, though. Yes, doesn't he? Like, I remember you saying he don't really strike out a lot, or he does. No, he he no, he strikes out. A, he strikes out a decent amount, but he's oh, okay. But but he's a he's a twenty five to thirty home run guy. He's gonna uh, drive in seventy five plus home. Can uh, he play the outfield too? A little bit of left yeah, field. He can play a little bit of the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, with when as I'm with, saying with this, P. Crow, PCA coming back. Yeah, but as I'm saying it now, mm-hmm. I would want more than just PCA and no, wisdom. I would want another top. 10 prospect of the Cubs. That's a pitcher. Yep. Um, the Brewers to me, I mean, 
I would love Rowdy to Les bad now. Um, <laughs> in return, no. Yeah. The Brewers, yeah. the Brewers to me, I mean, apparently, I don't have, I don't, again, this is an impromptu episode. They um, named a couple names and when the, that report came out first. Yeah, they, yeah, they when named they said they were almost out, yeah. They named a couple names, but they weren't, uh, it wasn't the Brewers' number one prospect, who I believe yeah. is uh, within the top 10 in Major League Baseball currently. Yeah. Um, I would assume that the Mets would want to absorb pitching in okay. terms of you yep. know minor league pitching definitely um i would like okay go go ahead you know man. i mean that's the route yeah. that i would take but again yeah. like there as you said there needs to be a plan because if you mm-hmm. trade pete alonzo yeah we're punting we're fuck being competitive uh like unless you are pull a you know, whatever out of your hat and mm-hmm. are able to plug every hole. The Mets will have so many more holes. Bro, yeah. They trade Pete Alonso. Yeah, yeah. Often, and that, that's like an extreme makeover at that point, you know, opposed to just resigning them and revamping. Yeah, and it's a complete rebuild then. You can't say no, anything yeah, else. Yeah. That's a complete rebuild. Yeah. You know, and I understood trading mm-hmm. Scherzer and Verlander. I got it. Mm-hmm. This I don't understand. No, yeah, and this is why now I'm also pushing the narrative that the Mets should be following Alex Anthopoulos's yeah, and just locking up Alvarez, and yeah. just sign. If Francisco you have Alvarez. faith in the kids, if they're performing young, mm-hmm. sign them to the contract. Yeah, and I think it just sends a statement that hey, you know, we 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 got the we got the ballers down there in the minors, and we're gonna go that route, and we're gonna be competitive for years to come until we have to pay them again, you know. And, and but we will we'll take it one year at a time. We ain't worried about that, you know. We're just gonna be competitive with all our young minor leaguers and exactly and Francisco Lindor and Edwin Diaz, you know, like or and God God knows what they do with Nimmo and McNeil, but you know, I just again I, I don't know. It's like you said, it's a total, it'll be a rebuild if they do that. Yeah. yeah, I think what the Mets would be banking on in 2024 is like, all right, Marte's going to come back. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he can swing the bat better. McNeil starting to turn the corner, right? He's bumped his average up to 266, I believe. He's looked really good. He's looked really, really great. He's spreading the ball everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, They would, you know, have faith that he would come back and be his 2022 version. Yep. Again, though, you're missing that massive bopper in the middle of your lineup. Uh-huh. And again, as I said, you can replace him with a CJ Crone or a mm-hmm. whoever the else I just said before, yeah. or Reese Hoskins. Or, yeah. um, but again, you're losing the value of somebody that you know is going to hit you 40 plus home runs. And again, again, though, mm-hmm. if Pete Alonso actually is somebody that's more in the Kyle Schwarber realm. Where uh-huh. he's gonna hit forty home runs, but hit two fifteen, two twenty. I understand mm-hmm. trading him. Okay, but I don't personally think that that's who he is as a player. No, no. and I think that this year is an outlier, um, and this is just a blimp on the radar. Just to give you guys a blimp on the radar in terms of a in terms of a career, a blimp on a raid on the radar. Thirty nine home runs, ninety six RBIs. Again, he's hitting two twenty six, a three twenty six on base percentage. Okay, one hundred and thirty one weighted runs created plus a three sixty woba, slugging five twenty three, worth nearly three WAR. Um, and that's in a down year. Yeah. So why again only entering age twenty nine season? Uh-huh. Why on why on earth would you trade him unless you get a king's ransom? So now let's reverse, Rob. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you hit it on the head. Man. No, I no. Mean. Now let now let's reverse. 
do you think do you think that Alonzo's ultimately dealt? Um, no, you know, I do. I do. Unfortunately, I, it's just it just screams kind of like typical Mets. In my eyes, I'm going more like the history repeats itself type type idea. Like um, Seaver, you know, yeah, like Seaver, like you know, a lot of other. Oh, excuse me, Nolan Ryan. Um, a lot of other names that we can go on and on about, but, but again, I I do, and I think he gets traded to the Tampa Bay Rays. But then, but do you think, do you think that the Rays would trade pieces either major league ready or or in the minor leagues? Obviously, we would. I mean, the Rays great trade partner for anyone. Um. Do you think that they would trade a bunch of pieces knowing that they won't be able to re-sign him? Because well, think about well, it. Well, again, Zach you got to see how they do this year. Zach Eflin know? was their biggest free agent signing. No, I know. You know I know. I, mean? I know. But I'm saying you got to see what they do this year. You know, if they win the World Series, then no, I don't think they do it. But if they, you know, come up short again and or lose to a team that they should beat, then I think they consider it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe the Mets could get Yandy Diaz back. I mean, I don't know, man. Yandy Diaz is really, really good. Actually, that's a name that popped up in my head. Same. Um, you know, a couple. I, I, again, if I'm gonna trade him, I'm get, trying to get at least two arms that are legit. Yeah. And uh, you know, we go from there. But and we know that Tampa. But again, I just want to reiterate as well that I do not want the Mets to trade Peter Alonso. So. Yeah, I think we got to make that clear because again, you mentioned before we've been rambling. We've just been talking. Cause... Scrambling, rambling, and gambling. And dam <laughs> and dambling. Yeah, and it's Ugh. it's just yeah, it's yeah. It's one of those rambling episodes because you don't really know where to turn because a lot of unanswered questions. Again, we just <laughs> spoke about this shit. A lot of unanswered we questions. We just spoke man. about this shit. What does Bob they... know that we don't? And and that's yeah. and that's and that's another thing when it comes to reporting that it's like mm-hmm. does he have the sources? Absolutely. But you also have to think that it's maybe a bit of clickbait as well. You know, like, hey, let's say it again. Let's say it one more time. Let's get USA Today X amount more clicks. And I'm, and I'm serious. When it really could be more no, clickbait. Yeah, again, yeah, definitely. Again, though, where there's smoke, there's fire. We've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it genuinely could be clickbait for all we know in terms of Bob's. But again, due diligence as a reporter, now Pete Alonso is going to have to answer yeah. all these questions again. Yeah, but I, you know, I... I think I think it's coming from Epler, but I think Steve Cohen is going to lock him up. Personally, I think he, I don't think Steve wants to trade him. Well, you just said that because again, that he's going to get traded. So now you're saying that you think no, but I'm no, no, I'm, but I'm saying I'm saying that you you asked me before though that who you think is on is it's the Mets, yes, but I'm saying Epler himself probably throwing that idea like, hey, listen, like we can get some for him, and Steve's like, okay, we'll put we'll leave it on the table, but at the end of the day, I want to resign him. You know what I mean? Like you never know. Again, we don't know, but. And when I when I say that, it's because when Lindor, you know, with his contract negotiations the day before yep. opening day, they're all like, oh, it's not going to get done. Da, da, da. Like, then it's not going to get done. Then they're going to let him walk to free agency. And then, boom, 12, 12 a.m. on the eve of opening day in 2021, they, they sign him to the big deal. So, yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 And I, I think I'm done with my two cents now. <laughs> How about your 50 cents? My 50 cent, man. Great concert. Uh, I wish I could go back personally. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll contribute 50 cents to when the Mets sign CJ Crone. Dude. I mean, I, I, again, I think it's a, I think it's a possibility. <laughs> hey, uh, Daryl and, uh, Daryl and doc, the numbers to switch, to switch tunes. 
Switch tunes, yes. To switch tunes real quick before we hop off this impromptu. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Congratulations to Daryl and Doc. Shout out to Daryl for posting our uh, story. Instagram story. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. I saw Doc one time in Oyster Bay uh, at the Speedway. He's driving a black Cadillac. If anyone cares, I gave him a knuckle touch. Just saying. Nice. Yeah, man. It was Doc awesome. Guy. I just, <laughs> why wouldn't they do, why wouldn't they do Gary Carter with them too? I don't know. Maybe they want, Gary to just get his number retired by himself because he was a captain. Well, and what, just have his family there yeah, honoring yeah, him opposed to... Of course, that's what they did when they uh, when they did that in 2012, no? Well, he's... The kid. Well, he's... Well, yeah. Had that patch. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. So yeah, maybe, might as well do maybe, it again, you know? Yeah, but I'm waiting for David Wright to get his number retired. Definitely. I think that's another one that's on the cusp. And then if the Carlos Beltran goes in as a Met, I think 15 goes in again. I think no, of course you have to at that point. And then you would have 15, 16, 17, 18. 5, 31. 41. 41. 36. Good. 37. Shay. Shay. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph Kiner. The Mike, yeah. Mike. Oh, and, oh, and uh, Willie Mays. 24. 24 Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah got, good job, Ian. Got that one down. Yeah, my memory my, my memory is getting better. Nice. My memory is getting better. And you got clear today? And I got cleared today to run, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a jog once I hop off this and I post this. And while y'all are listening Yay. to this, um, <laughs> my shoulders finally in good shape. Um, the last thing that I'm gonna say, while again, I don't think we've stopped talking the last <laughs> 25 minutes, 20 minutes, however long it's been. But Rob, uh, you had you had an assistant coach with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I did. I uh, I had the I got the opportunity to coach. In Throg's Neck, the Bronx, in the Throg's Neck tournament um, on Saturday. And uh, I needed an assistant, and, and, I, and I hit up a good old Boz over here. Oh, he yeah. made his coaching debut. Yeah. Uh, he kept the pitch count. <laughs> I, kept, I kept the pitch count, coach first. Yeah, yeah great, great, great overall experience. And, uh, again, we, we came out with the walk-off win, one nothing. Uh, the competition over there is, is very good. So it was good to get those kids uh, that exposure and – you know, and to help out, obviously a good friend. So, yeah, you know, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Of course. I, I really enjoyed it. It is. And that's why I keep doing what I do. You know, it's, it's a great job to have. And, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Like you said, it's very fun. I almost, I mean, I told, I told you this, mm-hmm. I almost pulled a, but I refrained. I almost pulled a Terry Collins or, or a Weaver. And when, dude, when the <laughs> fucking kid, when, uh, <laughs> Uh, whatever his name is, rips one uh-huh. into right center field, oh, ricochets oh, yeah. off the wall. I send him to second. Yeah. Kid gets his hand in there. Then the second baseman swipes <laughs> the tag down. The umpire doesn't see anything and calls him out. Dude, that umpire looked shot the whole game. Oh, that he, was the one that ran home like emergency. Was was he drunk? I don't know, man. He's probably at the field all day. He's in under the sun. You know, it was hot that day, so I give him the benefit of the doubt. Plus, but, but they but, had a reputation of like having like bad umpires. But we, but you know, if he wanted to go home, then that would have helped his cause to <laughs> say, "Hey, let's put runners in scoring position because there's nobody out." And well, that's why he's telling you to check the, the check the time, check the time, and you know that's what eventually helped us out. So, but you also got to understand the field dimensions too. You know, we play, we played on a really condensed field, so as soon as it hit the wall. It was hit hard. It came off. You would have sent them too, though. I would have, yes, but you know, again, I would have. I would happens. have. I would have sent them again. It happens. I would have sent them again. I'm, I'm Wayne, not saying I'm you Wayne should Kirby. not have, but I'm Wayne Kirby. <laughs> I'm just saying. You were Joey Cora. You gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta have a feel. Not a feel, but like you gotta. Everything factors out, bro. Everything factors out, bro. The base, how long the bases are, you know, um, 
the type of kid you gotta see the type of safe. athlete the kids are. He was safe. He was safe. Okay. Yeah. He was right. safe. <laughs> now we're just rambling. All right, Robbie, you got anything else for uh, <sighs> episode twenty two, otherwise known as the uh, Pete Alonzo episode? Yeah, the Pete Alonzo debacle. I mean, and it's crazy. Know. I'm sorry for cutting you off. We're right, going go from go ahead, go ahead. we're going from the Raphael Ortega game yesterday yeah, to yeah. the Pete Alonzo episode today. And who knows? Maybe he hits three home runs today. But uh, you know, again, like my shirt says, Billy Epler Mets, chill out. Don't don't trade Pete Alonzo. Um, other than that, you know, let's just try to finish 2023 up and, you know, go from there. And let's go Mets and shoot us to follow. Yeah, I'm ready for 2023 to wrap up. Um, yeah, I keep thinking of, like every game's like the last game. I know. And then you look at the calendar yeah. schedule. You're like, oh, shit, it's still August. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, they're playing the Rangers yeah, today? Yeah, we still have another <laughs> month to go. They're playing the Rangers today? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. too funny. Yeah. Again, guys, give us a follow on Sir. Instagram, on Twitter, mm-hmm. on YouTube, and on TikTok. We are at Cup of Mets. Be sure to rate and subscribe to our pod, whether it be on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Again, as Rob said, chill out. I'm going to have to even follow that advice. Um, but for Rob Benigas, I'm Ian Bosniak. We'll see you next week, guys. Hang in there. Good night. Good night.